0: This is the Thai Cats Audio Network.
1: You love the name, the soft voice, the excellence. Carrie Underwear tickets on sale today, folks. Big Grey Cup celebration, Friday night, not the halftime show, that's coming. The least who's going to be performing, Andy and I will present at halftime. Big special announcement. Folks, you are listening to Tiger Cats pregame presented by GreenWorks. Whether on offense or defense, GreenWorks Tools has got you and your lawn covered. Tackle any chore like the professionals with our full lineup of tools at GreenWorks Tools.com. It's now time for pregame salutations, presented by Niagara Falls Tourism. There's no better time to book your spontaneous overnight getaway to Niagara Falls, Canada then now. Uh, find it all at Tourism.com. The autumn and winter seasons are brimming with the excitement in the falls. Let's bring in our main man. Like I said, he tells it like it is, and we always look forward to his expertise, his opinions, and his takes on the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and certainly their opinions. Andy Fantuz and I, along with Bubba O'Neill, as always, of course, folks. But let's bring in the coach, John Salavan. It's always a pleasure their coach. And uh, you know, I'm going to throw this to you, and I know we love having fun with the phrase must win. Uh, we're not going to use it today for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Maybe so for the Calgary Stampeders, but this is certainly one that the Tiger Cats got to get.
2: Well, I'll go back to what Andy said. You know, you can only uh, take care of yourself. You can't worry about other teams. Uh, so you win four games, and you know you're in the playoffs. Whether you're going to be second or you're going to be third, it, it remains to be seen. But play the game uh, as it is and play the schedule as it is. Coach, what are you looking forward to seeing tonight by the from the Cats? Well, I'd like to see a complete game on both sides of the ball and on special teams. We're, we've reached that point in the season where everybody's got to be contributing uh, on your football team. Uh, there, there's no easy way to put it. Everyone has to do their job. And, and you go back to Bill Belichick, you know, and you say that phrase and everybody, oh, yeah, that's a, that's exactly what it is. Take it upon yourself to do your job, and things will work out.
0: Big announcement this week with an acquisition, Jamal Davis from the Montreal Alouettes. Now, this is, this is a guy that since he came in the league, he was, he was with Montreal. He went to the Chargers for a brief stint, came back. He's been a guy that's always kind of, I've circled on the depth chart every time they play the Alouettes. Is, this guy's dangerous. you got to take care of him are you surprised that they would give up a guy like this to
2: a team that they're gonna play in the playoffs? You know, it is surprising in a lot of ways because you never wanna have your next opponent or your playoff opponent uh, have some inside track. But uh, w- it remains to be seen how much he can play and how much he will play uh, in tonight's ball game. But at the same time, uh, you look at that defensive line, we su- we're shooting up eight guys in that defensive line, which is normal. Because they rotate people in and out, uh, Teddy Laurent will not be in uh, tonight's ball game, and that that's a loss. But Diallo uh, comes in and should be able to fill that big board. man, big man, three o five. I didn't know he was three o five. He's big. Well, the large large is good when you're on the inside <laughs> because there's going to be two offensive linemen that weigh 300 trying to move you around. So uh, you give away a little bit of weight, but you want to be strong in the middle against this Calgary team because they can run the ball. Now, let, let's go back and look at what Jake Mayer's done thus far. Now, th- this guy loves to go downfield with the ball. Uh, he's thrown 25 times... Thirty-plus yards downfield for completions. Now our Hamilton defense has given up 28 thus far this year, so that's going to be a key area to watch in this ball game. But remember this: Mayor has also got 15 TDs, but has 15 interceptions. Mm. So the defense could play a big role if they can get one of those interceptions. Well, looking at that long ball,
0: uh, a big injury this week as well to not so. Not so big guy on our on the Ticat team. Javian and Elliot is out for this game, uh, so Kenneth George Jr. will move from his normal boundary corner position to field or sorry boundary halfback, and uh, Will Sutherland Sutherland get, comes in at boundary corner. We still have um, Dexter Lawson playing field half, so a few three three rookies out there in the secondary with Katz and Tonis, uh who hasn't had a lot of many games under his belt at free safety. So kind of a, uh, a new look secondary to go against that long ball. How are you feeling about, about that situation?
2: Well, I can understand why they moved Sutherland to the boundary corner and put George to the inside. George has at least played a number of ball games. And the inside halfback to the short side of the field has to make a lot of adjustments uh, in play. And, and it brings in your Will Linebacker, uh, Simone Lawrence at the same time. But the corner itself, Sunderland can play the corner and and be more secure in in what he's doing and allow uh, George to make the decisions as the halfback. So a little bit
0: easier for somebody with less practice experience to kind of jump in at the corner position versus the halfback position.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know when you had Delvin Bro, you didn't have any problems at that corner. <laughs> uh, uh, let's hope the centerline holds up uh, in this ball game. Like we said, you know, Mayor really likes to wing the ball. And let's not forget here, uh, Leonard on the other corner. He was uh, a,
1: a, a terror in Calgary the last time these two teams met. Two interceptions, returning one for a touchdown. So I'm sure Jake will be very, very aware of where he's lining up.
2: Yeah. And, and I, you know, again, that secondary, we're only lining up six guys. Back there. When you look at Calgary, Calgary's got eight defensive backs in the ballgame. So these six guys are going to play a key role if Hamilton's going to win this game. And Kenneth George Jr. will likely have to fill more in the running game, meaning,
0: meaning come up and make more tackles. Um, so we'll see how he can do at that, because we haven't really uh, got a good look at that so far this season. What about this offense? Um, I know you were looking into the balance attack of the Cats, can you just uh, kind of what, what have you seen kind of an over overview of the season so far
2: well we look back at, at the uh, Hamilton offense and their keys for success and their three big wins for Hamilton with Powell at quarterback that was BC Ottawa and Winnipeg BC on the road which was very difficult Ottawa to clinch that series against Ottawa In winnipeg at home powell passed an average 27 times per game for 784 yards five tds against one intercept and also in those three big games butler ran for an average 19 times for 235 yards and two tds so that's the balance that hamilton's looking for and you look at the wins Uh, against those teams the balance made the difference in my opinion so how do you start the game against Calgary you want to
0: end up around that 20 touch mark for the running backs you want to end up uh, 25 30 pass attempts but how do you start the game off so that you can control the balance
2: of the play calling well the first thing you've got to think about as a coaching staff is we have on first down production We've got to be better than 5.5 average on first down. We've got to get into a situation where we're seven yards on first down and allow us that that, uh, second down and three where our playbook is wide open. So whether you run or pass, you're looking for more than five yards on your first down play.
0: So the offensive line is the uh, same as last week, which is nice for some continuity and – did it, did it, you know, look, look, looking to improve from the amount of QB pressure that the Argonauts got on Taylor Powell last week. Going against the Stamps team that at the start of the year, they were just getting sacks uh, every which way. And they could have been a bit cold as of late, but you cannot sleep on these, on the Stampeder team. You got the likes of Julian Hauser and and uh, Mike Rose out there. Um, you know, how do you see that the offensive line kind of learning from last week, and what adjustments do they make coming against Calgary?
2: Well, you mentioned Calgary in their first ten games, they averaged three sacks per game. In their last four games, they have a total of only three sacks. So, really, what it's going to come down to is Murray and Riley, the tackles for Hamilton, uh, have to be able to handle the two guys you mentioned, Hauser and, and uh, Rose. Rose has got eight sacks already this year, so a lot of the play up front, if you're gonna get Powell to go downfield with the ball, is gonna depend upon your two offensive tackles handling those two good rush ends. So far this season, the Cats have been
0: losing the field position battle uh, nearly every every game, Um, but yet they still tend to get a lot of explosive returns from Tyreek McAllister. What is going on there? What's the secret to kind of turn that around going down the stretch for the final four games?
2: Well, when you look at it uh, in 12 games, uh, McAllister has 1,843 yards in combined offense and kick returns. So that's good on him. Special teams coverage in this game and it will be key. Uh, This Tommy Lee Lewis for Calgary is very dangerous. He's already got four punt returns of 30 plus yards. And their punter, uh, Cody uh, Grace, has placed nine punts inside that 10-yard line. So the field position play, as you're talking about, could back the Cats up a great deal if they don't do a good job of freeing McAllister. And, and with uh, Taranowski coming back to play, that maybe balances up that second or that uh, return game a little bit and gives a little bit of a break to Hamilton.
0: Well, you talked about the, the cover... The, the special teams cover teams and you, you have a matchup you don't normally talk about but is worth mentioning the top two leaders in special teams tackles are in this game tonight. Of course, Carthel Flowers-Lloyd for Hamilton leads the entire league um, with 24-25 and Darius Williams for Calgary is in second at 19. So we'll uh, kind of get to witness firsthand a matchup of the two best cover
2: guys in the, in the league, which is, which is kind of cool, uh, I'm sure, as a coach to, to appreciate. Yeah, and, and what you've got to do on your special teams as you plan what you're doing is you may have a secondary blocker for the man that's coming downfield. I would not let their great return uh, cover guy go free. If one guy can't handle him, I would have a secondary plan in which to block him, whether it comes from the opposite side of the field or your extra your two guys uh, in your cover, so that he doesn't know which guy is going to block him.
0: Coach, you have uh, Keandre Smith coming off a career game last week. Do you feed? him early or do you try to spread out the the ball and and get get your you know get your tim whites your terry godwin's involved you'd mentioned Ty, uh, tyler Turnowski is in the lineup get, get him some touches or you just kind of spread the ball out or do you, or you want to sort of ride that hot hand and uh, conja smith
2: well i think you got to look at what calgary wants to do if they choose uh, to go one-on-one against smith you now know that he'll go for that 50 50 ball so you can use him but he balances the formation i think uh, with Goodwin on one side and Smith on the other. Now you look at White uh, w- working in the middle of the field, per se, and don't forget Bayless. Bayless, to me, could be the sleeper in this ball game because Calgary's going to look at White, number one, and then they're going to look at Smith as to what he did last week. So who's going to watch Bayless? If it's the Sam linebacker, you've got some good opportunities for linebacker against the slot. Maybe you've got James Butler downfield too with some with something some coming out of the backfield. Absolutely, and, and remember this. Butler in the run and pass game has got 1,243 yards already uh, in the number of games that he's played. About 150 yards away
1: from crossing that century 1,000 mark, which uh, hasn't been done since uh, a guy by the name of DeAndre Cobb in 2010. That's unbelievable to me. So let's uh, see if they can feed him the beast as well, too. Hey, folks, the pleasure is always, always ours, Coach, here when you roll in with your pregame salutations. Coach Sal, always appreciate you and your tie, and uh, hopefully you can... Tell us a little something. You got something to tell us here.
2: Well, one more thing, Bubba. I saw you and Natalie kind of whispering back there. uh, (laughs) What are we talking about at this halftime for the Grey Cup? Have have you got some insight that we should know? (laughs) know. No. All I know, coach, is I have this envelope. Andy
1: has an envelope, and it says, please do not open until halftime. And all we do know is that it is something to do with whoever this halftime performance is. It's such a big deal at the Great Cup, and uh, ooh, this is
0: exciting. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. You had to remind me, Coach. Please, anyway. Yeah. It's Don't gonna- worry.
0: I'll, I'll 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 keep an eye on Bubba. Make sure he's not taking a peek in there. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks for joining us, there, Coach.